0: What is going on everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Roundtable. My name is Scott Switzer. I'm the Clydesdale. Back from Orlando, Florida, just a few short hours ago. And I'm so glad to see my crew back, Amy Rudowski and Kat Shear. And I think Charlie's going to jump on in a little bit. He just was iffy for the start time, but here we go. What's going on, guys?
1: (sighs) Not a whole lot. Actually, a whole lot
0: whole lot didn't you have someone graduate this weekend
1: i did i did my youngest graduated and i didn't even have time to process and cry yet so it will happen soon and I i'm loved- also on summer break
2: i loved all the pictures from like her elementary school and her middle school though that was really cute I, yeah
1: i and i've watched it um about a million times and it doesn't get any easier to watch it but it was still cute
0: that's great how how fun was it to go back and revisit all of those steps with her though? Like yeah, going back to all those schools. yeah. Cause like we haven't gone over to Corey's elementary school and it's yeah. in our neighborhood.
1: Yeah. And it literally, so there's a few schools that we missed just because like she was redistricted, but we went to like the ones that she spent the most time at. Um, but so the preschool one was obviously where I work, so I had her come last week while school' was still happening, and she came and and that's like a thing to jump off the rock. so I had her come and and do that. and then, after her actual graduation yesterday, um, we just wanted to swing by those schools and they're actually right next to each other. They're like on the same almost like the same campus Switzer. Right so it was like boom, boom, and boom, and then home,
0: yeah. They did the the pictures were awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, and I love that you did it in the cap and gown. Yeah. Oh, uh, that was so cool. Kat, what do you got going on?
2: Um I Eliana had prom Friday night. I got specific instructions to meet her at the Botanical Gardens at the University of Delaware at five PM sharp. I arrived at four forty-five sharp, like I normally do. Uh-huh. And at five, I didn't see anybody, and I started to get worried. So I texted her, and I said, hey, are you on your way? She said, yeah, we're leaving now. She was at a friend's house getting ready. <clears throat> so I knew how far away she was. She was like 30 minutes away. So I dipped into the creamery and got some ice cream. And as I was walking back to my car, I get a phone call. Mom, I'm so sorry. Um, the Botanical Gardens are in Wilmington, not at the not on campus, which is 30 minutes away from where I was. So um, on Friday at 530 you know, during rush hour, I had to get my ass to where she actually was, which was like five minutes away from the house that she started out at. So that was kind of annoying. Um, but I couldn't be mad at her when I got there, I had to be happy and take her pictures Mm -hmm. and, and do all that. So I got pictures. It was a beautiful day. Um, and she had a great time. So,
1: so I noticed something that you guys do that's different from us is bouquets.
2: Yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, we don't do that her mom's or her friend's mother made a bunch of the girls bouquets and like matching boutonnieres for the guys.
1: Wow. Yeah,
2: it's a big deal there. And you know, and then I got home today and there's two bouquets in like shot glasses on my kitchen counter. like one of them's hers and one of them's one of her friends. So it's like, they don't really care about them.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then don't they, and also like your neck of the woods, don't they like go stay somewhere? Like a, get a, a house for like a little like a four day week or something so they're like doing senior
2: week yeah they do this thing okay. called senior week at the beach that's that's the morning of graduation so she graduates uh in two weeks and literally like from the graduation ceremony we will be driving to the beach for her and six of her girlfriends to stay at a house
1: for a week so
3: yeah that's
1: crazy. yeah
2: the girls looked good so kat
0: says both of your girls looked amazing
1: oh thank you
0: um well i wanted to get the good fun stuff out of the way before we get into this weekend
1: crossfit yeah
0: so many people in the chat i just saw yesterday (laughs) saw alexis detroit i saw andrew sten i saw bruce um just yesterday so freaking crazy that we are back at this again
2: so you guys crushed it, by the way. I know you're getting a lot of comments about how busy you were, but let's be clear: um, Amy and I had nothing to do with the hard work that you put in um, in the semifinals. So who all who all was with you, Scott, and what did that look like?
0: So we we had uh, a photographer named Jess. She goes by Rosie View Photography on Instagram. Okay. This was her first ever fitness event. It's okay. something she wanted to break into, and the improvement from thursday to sunday was amazing she's a great photographer she's a wedding photographer does other stuff like that wanted to get in the fitness space and the fo- the photographer community like held her close yeah, and gave her tips and tricks and all that stuff back in the media room and she uh crushed it that's awesome. um and has the personality that would fit with all of us um and that's that's three quarters of it right that you can Find someone that you can work with uh, and just crushes it like that. Yeah. We also had um Jamie Latimer and Cheryl Nasso. I brought them in as analysts so we could preview every event right there live on IG. We did that. Um they went above and beyond. Um I went actually to meet with Lex and Carolyn to interview them for the start of a documentary. Okay. When I came back, they had already logged like three or four interviews.
1: Awesome. That's great.
0: And they just went and started doing it. And uh, and I was like, this, this is perfect. And so what happened is they just started doing that. I was capturing the footage of Carolyn all weekend. And I was doing all the uploading, writing the captions, writing the headlines, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. And they were just bringing me the content. Um, the crazy part was... The Wi-Fi in the convention center was shit. Mm. Um, basically, how um, is that could, even possible? I could. So, this is one of my complaints. Um, CrossFit brings in their own or pays for their own Wi-Fi for their their stuff, right? To run this, to run the stream, to run all the stuff, and then we got the free Wi-Fi that just goes out to the world. Right. In the convention center, so you put, I don't know, a few thousand people in a building, using the same Wi-Fi. Yeah, uh, it was yeah. it was complete shit, and so I had to use hotspot, and I used it all up uh, by the by the end of Saturday. So I had no hotspot left for Sunday off of my phone, um, and it just made it uh, almost impossible to do anything at that point, but. At this point, we've logged 35 interviews on Instagram and YouTube. Um, we put out winning um, headlines for every event win and the podium. And uh, so, yeah, they crushed it. And it was good stuff.
1: Speaking of content, there was a lot of content. <laughs> <laughs>
0: a
2: lot of things to talk about. <laughs> a lot
1: of things. I don't even know where to st- where to start. Uh, maybe one a big surprise of Brooke Wells.
0: Yeah um and I think that's so cat you've been at semifinals right yeah they the media doesn't get any more information than the rest of the world right and I think that's a miss right and and we talked about that in the press conference a little bit on Sunday that like how can we as the content creators help you get the message out how can you as crossfit help us spread the word mm-hmm. right And they don't do that. They Half of the issues that happened this weekend, if they would have come into the press room and said, here's our statement about X, Y, and Z, it would have put the narrative out that they needed to put out before everybody else got their shot.
1: Mm -hmm. And we got one, we got one press release.
0: Yeah. Right. 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 30, 36 hours after, the athletes put out their own narrative. Correct.
1: Yes. <clears throat>
0: so, Kat, there was no press conference streamed officially. Mm-hmm. Um. There were people that snuck cameras into the press conference and streamed them on other shows. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah, but were the press conference go to those they, other shows? They meaty. I mean, was. Or was it flooding? there was only one, there was only one on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think after everything that had transpired up to that point, they were like, we got to do something. And so they held a press conference with Boz and JB.
2: But what did they, t- I guess what I'm saying is like, what did they talk about? was the, content-
1: yeah. what was addressed?
0: It was, it was only 15 minutes long Okay. because it was right before event six on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, And it was just, it was open questions. They didn't really make any statements.
2: So any good questions?
0: So, you know me, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to pinpoint an issue. I like an open-ended question to let them kind of tell the story. So I gave an open-ended question about what did, what have you learned this weekend (laughs) that you need to take forward to correct? the following Um, and they they tap danced around with a well you know we haven't done this since 2018 um we're, we're learning a lot we're trying to take we're learning day by day not just week by week and blah 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 so um what is this yeah
1: no show why wasn't noble there
0: oh so the answer was in the press conference that noble was there they just didn't have a retail space there. They kitted all of the volunteers with shirt, shoes, all of that stuff. They were there. They sponsored it. They gave money to CrossFit to run the event. They were an active participant in the weekend. They just did not put up a retail space.
2: Was Travis there? No. Oh, I saw some guy in the press pit that looked like Travis. So
1: like, here's my issue with with that. Like, I get it like that. There is some growing pains and that mistakes are going to be made and things like that, but just be accountable. Like just, just own them and address them and then move forward. Like I just, that's the part that bothers me is the no accountability.
0: Yeah. I, I keep, I keep fluctuating since I like on the trip home and, and kind Mm -hmm. of reflecting back on everything there, there were some good things from my perspective that happened this weekend that were much better than they've been in the past but when they mess up they mess up in such a bad way and it's such a bad look that you you lose all the little improvements you've made mm-hmm. yeah like so alexis is saying athletes only got a 2 pood belt that's the only thing they got for the weekend yeah i didn't i didn't know that until that statement there
1: (laughs) no bull no nothing so
0: so here's my thing so if we look at the um corby foxley and alex carone situation yep they did not they did not make an effort to even do a muscle-up right but by the time we got to the press conference everybody was spinning it that there were a lot of females that got zeros and didn't get pulled from the competition the two of them did however there was a minimum work requirement to get to the score you had to do five, or you had to do the muscle up toes to ring dip thing and then pistols before you ever got a score so all the other athletes got into that progression of stuff and just didn't make it to the burpee box overs where those two athletes did nothing they had hurt their pecs uh, uh, that's the story i'm hearing and chose not to do that and then wanted to continue the weekend and crossfit in the press conference said that gave them an unfair advantage going forward that would have tilted the scoreboard in a way that was unfair to the other athletes i will tell you talking to other athletes they agree with that decision I know the fans are in an uproar Were about the it.
2: Ups the first thing.
0: Correct. Oh, and so they did. Well, toes to rings. So it was one toes to ring into. Well, it was advertised as a complex. It was not a complex. You yeah, could do one that, thing at right. a time. Yeah. So toes to ring, muscle up, dip. Yep. And you and had so to do five of those, maybe. What's and so and so the
2: Alex Corone did just one toes to ring and then came off the ring and then did nothing. Correct. Yeah. That's... I don't think that's right.
0: Right. But what happened is the athletes had 36 hours to tell their story with no comment from CrossFit. Right. right.
1: So I would like to go with what Alexis is saying here, that there wasn't a minimum work requirement. They just said you had to keep trying.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's... I have a, I have a lot of thoughts here. <laughs> that this could have been handled in so many different ways better than it was. Um, I agree. There should have been.
2: Yeah. It's, I I think what 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 CrossFit was
0: saying is if like a female went up and did a toaster ring and then tried over and over and over again for the entire workout to get a muscle up and just couldn't get it, at least they were putting forth the effort and getting the wear and tear of the effort mm-hmm. you know what i mean
3: yeah mm-hmm.
1: all right so we got the drama with that event right with it whether yeah. it was complex or not which well and ideally i
0: think Our comments are coming in so fast and fierce i'm okay. just letting you guys know i'm having a hard time keeping up yeah so we'll go back and look through them if we can
2: can you guys hear me yes sorry. Okay. yes um I think CrossFit missed the mark just by not having a minimum work requirement for that. Like they should have. Yes. There should have absolutely been a thing. And even if e- even if that meant the people that were trying to get the muscle up the entire time ended up not being able to advance, right? That's how that should have been. But the fact that they didn't, then so, yeah, they put themselves in a so terrible... So let problem.
0: me follow up with, with this other topic. Are we over-programming at the semifinal level? So there were, I think, seven women who'd got a zero on that on that event in North America East, maybe the most stacked division in the world, one of those is going to the games. In Africa, not as stacked, only 8 of 28 women got a score.
2: And that's because they couldn't do the muscle up
0: or a pistol or A dip? I don't know. So I'm saying this is going to get really ugly when we're in Africa and Asia and South America, and you put a minimum work requirement, you're going to have three people to finish the weekend. So where does CrossFit want to go with this? Like, are we over-programming these things to a point where only 10 people can really do the workouts?
2: Mm -hmm. And this was a, oh, this was on with a rock, right? Yeah. So
1: I I completely agree. When I was watching that, I thought it was, what was the point? I thought it was irresponsible to program a rock in there and to be on and to do those movements, to jump on top of a higher box, to perform, you know, a complex on the rings. I thought it was completely irresponsible. I'm glad that the weight was lighter than what I originally thought, but I still thought, why is it even necessary?
0: It wasn't. I I, th- I agree with Alexis here. It's overprogrammed. It would have you could have made it much simpler, and the minimum work requirement could have been met by most athletes that are at that level and show capacity on gymnastics. Why the ruck had to be thrown in? I have no freaking idea.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. and yes, I do think to answer your question, are we over programming? And I say yes, considering there were two stages prior to this to get here. So how many stages of high level programming, which I get it like they're, they're not going to consider the the open high level programming, fine. But I just mean all of these stages is as is, 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 I think too much for yeah. I mean, this level of programming for all of the stages. Yes.
0: And it was a very shoulder intensive weekend. So the, the cumulative effect of everything, Linda and the dumbbells and these ruck muscle ups and like all of that adding up was not, it's just a lot. It's a mm-hmm. lot, especially when you get outside of the top 20 in the world. Yeah. That this is a games workout. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think we need to to reel it in a bit at the semifinal level. And it, it made it for an audit. Can you imagine being in Africa and just watching the entire heat attempt these ruck muscle ups and not get them? Yeah. Like that's not going to grow this sport.
1: <laughs> no. So what were your, some of your other really big takeaways? I mean, I know that we added our text string. So like, what what would you put on here just as we're talking live with everybody?
0: Well, the, the things that upset me are, are over-programming, the lack of communication, timely, and the judging. And I hate I hate ripping on judging because I've been in that situation and I know how hard it is. There are people making simple mistakes in the judging world. And I don't know how they're getting there. I, I don't, when I, when I started judging, if you were bad, you didn't even see Sunday. Yeah. You were benched and done like simple standards that aren't being caught at the judging level. Ridiculous. And I don't know, are, is it the over-programming that's causing this? That has to be a factor. You have all these new movements that nobody's ever seen before. and And it is a volunteer gig. I don't know. I, I don't know. It was it was when you have these exciting races and people on Sunday going for a game spot and there's bad call after bad call after bad call. And the fact is I got back to the 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 Airbnb, tried to look at the stream and it was pulled down. So you can't, couldn't even review it because I'm looking at it from a naked eye and cat, you know, that you can't always get it right sure. from the pits. Right. But the fact that they pulled the stream down and I can't even go look to see if my naked eye saw what I thought it saw.
2: Hmm.
0: Now I will tell you that on Anika Greer, where she got pulled back. Um, On the uh, sandbag.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I did find a screenshot on Talking Elite Fitness. I don't know if you can see that. Where the line and her toes.
2: She's behind the line. And they pulled her back.
0: Correct. After she got a good chunk down. Yeah. So I saw that on Talking Elite Fitness. I screenshotted it before they pulled that down.
2: They pulled it down? Talking Elite Fitness to put it pulled it down too?
0: I don't know. I'm just I'm just mad. Yeah. I'm just talking. And and Andrew, I know you're in the in the chat. This is not directed at you. I there were judges I know are good judges that I didn't see on the floor. Like people that I have worked with in the past that were not on the floor at crunch time,
2: yeah,
0: that are the best in the business.
2: They're all like leaders now. They get they get to get off the floor and tell it.
0: Travis, the Annika Annika rolling the bag over the line. Everybody rolled the bag over the line. On the men's heats, they rolled it over before the event even started. <clears throat>
1: So I know we have, okay, I'll wait,
0: I'll wait, I'll wait. And that's another thing. Uh, During Linda, the dumbbells were beside the bench, not at the end. Mm -hmm. And most athletes, when they got to the bench, slid the dumbbells up to the end of the bench where they could do the dumbbell bench in the last heat of the men, they went out and the men before it even started drug the dumbbells to the front, which was not allowed in every other heat. So, Mr. Odie
1: here's got some comments here. Do we have a new leader in the coaching world?
0: Uh, What does he mean by that?
1: I'm guessing, so if we look at, like, the training camps and who performed well, is there somebody that we think is a new leader in that area. I mean, I, I think we saw with proven like, Hey, like their team did really well. And we saw Sydney um, do really well. And Will Morad, you know, Saxon had the injury. So he pulled out Brooke. And didn't, didn't have the best weekend. So like, I, I, I'm guessing that's what he's talking about. Do we have a new leader brute? There he goes. Yes. Right top of the heap
2: at Torres had a great weekend. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah.
0: His athletes crushed it.
2: He also he also great. got because some really great athletes. I mean, let's. Yeah. I'm not not to say that he's not doing a great job, but like he, Daniel Brandon didn't suck when he when she, when he got a hold of her. Sure, so, of Coffee's been amazing, you know, for, for the whole time, and you know, James Sprague
0: and da- Dallin Pepper was going to be was, great regardless. Yeah,
2: Dallin could have be trained by the flea next door, and but,
0: fine. But but you got to give Matt credit. He's. Yep these five athletes that are all working out together, he is crushing it.
2: He's, he's navigating that space pretty well. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, uh. it was pretty amazing.
1: So, but look, give me some positives. I need to, you know, I'm a positive person. So give me some positives as far as like, what was exciting? Did it feel exciting because it was more like regionals or, you know, like the positive for the future so, things
0: so I will say that the last few events were some of the most exciting that I've seen Roman doing an echo bike, 15 cows in 17 seconds on an echo bike. My jaw hit the floor. And in that heat, you have four of the best echo bikers in the world going toe to toe. Hopper, Roman, Sprague, Pepper. It It wasn't when Jeff Adler, a power output athlete is going, I can't compete with the big guys. Yeah. Like, you know, it is a stacked field. Mm -hmm. That was, that was unreal. And it was a great finish watching people like sell their soul and fall over the sandbag at the end was awesome. And I would say the, the snatch into the run the, or the barbell cycling into the run. Now, I've been told from the stream that those uh, signs in front of the runner, you couldn't see very well. But in person, as those were clicking up, you could tell where they were on the runner. It changed the game for watching an air runner in person.
3: Because
0: mm-hmm. every 200 yeah, meters, scary. they clicked it up. And then you could, well, there's one up, now there's one up. So now you know, like, how tight the race is. It it really did change yeah. that a lot.
1: Yeah, you're right. That did that did play into that aspect. I agree because it's usually pretty boring to watch people on a runner.
0: Very. Yeah. Yeah, and Andrew says it helped the MCs too. So now they can pump the race up better because uh, they know where everybody is. All right. I like that. That's
1: a good positive. <laughs>
0: um. And and I actually the seated rope climb event I loved. If if the calls were legit, like it was a fun race to watch Mm -hmm. because, um, I know Max O'Haj says that the overhead squats were not relevant in that race, but there were a lot of people failing on the last sets Mm -hmm. of those. And it made it truly exciting to see who was going to beat who at the end. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was an exciting, so events five, six, and seven, Hit it out of the park for me.
1: <laughs> what zombie?
0: I wonder. Um,
2: I wonder how this is going to affect next week. Now, so, like, do you think the judging is going to be a little better because now you know people have had <clears throat> an event under their under their belt and they've been able to sort of make mistakes, work through the mistakes, hopefully learn from the mistakes. Um, you know, hopefully it'll it'll be a tighter how to run competition you would, you would think. Right. And that, and that the athletes really get to see a lot, talk about advantage. I mean, I know they're not competing against the people that competed this weekend, so it doesn't really matter, but they should also be like really well-prepared in terms of like what they can do, what they can get away with. It'll be interesting to see if it, it's allowed and it's consistent and, and all of that.
0: I love this. And this is a point I didn't know is, they allowed the athletes to continue to warm up after being called. Oh, that's good. That That's mm-hmm. a game changer, mm-hmm. especially when you're doing a run into a max snatch. And if you haven't touched a barbell in a half an hour, yep. that yeah. that was cause for concern. Um, so to answer your question, Kat, mm-hmm. I think one of the big problems that people didn't think about too is by splitting into two regions clear across the country, there are a lot of judges that you and I know have been around a while that are not going to California.
2: Oh, really? I would, I would think some of them are going to go to both.
0: Oh, some of them surely will. Yeah. But Andrew, who is in our chat right now is yeah. not going to California.
1: Okay. So since if Andrew is still in our chat, what I would also like to discuss, cause I didn't mind you, you know, I had a busy weekend, so I was in and out of my viewing of watching things. So what was, what is the actual call on, on the squat cleans, how there was some narrative about how people weren't extending the hips. So I'm curious, like, what is allowed? Like, is that ever in the requirements that you must clear the hips when you start the, like,
0: that has never been a standard in any competition I've ever judged in.
1: Same. Right. So that's what I that's what I was curious
0: about. But but I I so you guys would know more about that stuff going on than I would there. Like I don't see Hiller's posts until right eleven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. You know because of all the stuff going on at the event, and if you don't see it live with the naked eye, you totally miss it.
2: Yeah, it looked really bad. Whoever that judge was, I didn't recognize that judge, but that was. Craziest call I've ever seen. She did over and over again.
1: Yeah. So that's why I like. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know what
2: Andrew's answering. Oh no, oh, he's my question. Or No. Hmm. Was Hiller there? Yeah.
0: He. Yeah, I never saw him, okay. but our the group I took with me saw him. Mm -hmm. And he sent a message back to me at one point. But, yeah, I never got to see him in person. I did see Rich before the event started, but apparently something happened there too that I'm not too clear about. But Rich apparently got thrown out of the venue. Rich Froning? Yes.
1: (laughs) Okay. Thrown
2: out?
0: What do you mean, chat people? Chat people
1: what do you know
0: what you know so so one story I heard is he was thrown out of the athlete area one story I heard is thrown out of the press area <laughs> but I so I don't know what is legit I'm sure he is going to talk about it on his podcast um whatever happened there and this is
3: so you're saying he like didn't buy it'
0: expecting to just go and be correct.
3: a coach or
2: a media person well okay
1: yeah, you still have to go through all the. This- he should. He can afford to buy
0: a ticket. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't sold out. Right. My, my, um, my statement on that was, when you let someone get away with all the things you've let them get away with for so many years, there's better ways to handle it than just tossing him out
1: supposedly I mean, it was but that he was in an area with cameras where you weren't supposed to be like athlete warm-up area like you're not allowed to have cameras back there right even though i, I don't, don't know documentary the of their people they still right he can't yeah so that could be something but I
2: can't but imagine he like, could have
0: been he could have been pulled aside and had right and discussed it but we don't and said, know hey you're allowed here here and here well
2: and maybe that is what happened the and other thing is got mad and left we don't know
1: the
0: whole story right but again, crossFit doesn't doesn't give a narrative so you're left with the other side of the story and whatever people make up on the fly sure mm-hmm. and there was also a lot of complaints that some camps got media credentials and some did not
2: well I believe
0: that mayhem did get that. media credentials but media is, but mayhem is a sponsor of the crossFit season mm-hmm so they, they, they're a couple different tiers of what they do, not just a camp.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Ripped off his coaches tags and left. Check the mayhem video day one. Okay. I will.
0: Yeah. Again, when you're there and in person, you have no time to do any of that stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. I just want to bring this one up real quick because this yeah. one, interesting. So the man has given more L1s and his affiliate than anyone. I mean, you get paid for that, <laughs> to do that, I'm pretty sure. So it's not like he's been so generous to give up his gym and allow L1s to happen at his place. That's kind of not how that works.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I I just think from a PR standpoint, it's a, there's just better ways to handle it.
1: Well um, yeah. I thought let's celebrate some of the athletes that we recently got to talk to. Part of your dark horses that got to make it.
0: Shelby. Yeah, I um Shelby, Shelby Neal. So love So it. what's cool about Shelby is last year at region or at semifinals, she finished dead last in the legless event. She crushed the legless event this weekend and finished ninth i think yeah ninth uh to punch her ticket to the games for the first time ever and she's coached by whitney galen yeah uh og crossfitter um yeah andrew sim brings up AB crossfit i would be remiss they are ab crossfit mayhem uh they are south they're not south america central america their contingent there was off the hook so loud so loud Mm -hmm. um fee was a dark horse pick of mine i knew she was gonna have a good weekend um she ended up finishing eighth and then i then my guy jack farlow one of the nicest guys you will ever meet uh it was so cool to see him punch his ticket
1: What that snatch was awesome
0: He's amazing at the, at the last second too. Right.
1: Yeah. Like what? Yeah. 300. Yeah. hi Claire.
0: Yeah. A lot of people hit that last second. Um, Hopper hit a three Oh five. With like no time left. Mm -hmm. Luke Parker hit one with no time left.
1: Yeah. That was pretty. Three Oh five. Right. He was three
0: Oh five. No, who, no, just Hopper. Hopper.
1: Hopper. It was Hopper. You're right.
0: Hopper I think was three Oh five. You're right and Luke was 300.
1: Yeah. Um, it was amazing <laughs> watching um, James get it. But, but the best part for, for me, I don't know if you got to see it, Scott, probably not, but was watching his dad and Ron Ortiz watch that happen. Like mm-hmm. that's the, those are the emotional parts I like. That's
0: really cool. So one of the cool things they did this weekend for media was that for the last event that we got to go to the finish line.
1: Yes, I saw you.
0: Most of the weekend, we had to be at the start or the side. Um, But for the last event, we could get some, like, finished shots. Mm -hmm. Um, And actually, that's where Jamie got a lot of interviews at the end, like Adler and Sam and uh, Will Morad, uh, because we were waiting for them to announce who was going and who wasn't. And you could just grab them and get interviews really quick, which was a cool improvement over years past.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And Luke Parker, like really that dude's been working. Mm -hmm. Um, and he He punched his ticket as an individual to the CrossFit games. Yeah. Uh, finishing eighth. And here's a cute story. We're just for positivity. Good. Noah punches his ticket for the 10th games. He's going down and congratulating all the, all the guys.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Gets to Roman and asks Roman how to say congratulations in Russian. (laughs) Roman tells him Noah butchers it. Yeah. And Roman's like, no, 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 no. And he tells him again, and Noah butchers it again. And Roman's like, come on, come on. And he tries to get him one more time. And then I think Noah tried it one more time, and and Roman was just like, okay, yeah, good. And it probably was the same as it was the first two times. Mm-hmm. But it was it was a cute little interaction between the two of them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sam Jeff and Alex Vigno were all there in that final heat and the amount of French that was going on <laughs> at that yeah. time I could understand zero of it
3: mm-hmm.
0: hmm. so those are some cool interactions uh with everything and uh yeah yeah and you got we got to chat with everybody kind of there at the end and just mm-hmm. ask how things were and You know, Sam's been a friend of the show forever. It was fun. Mm -hmm. This is his first time going to Madison as an individual. The other time he qualified for the games was the COVID year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then there, you know, there was definitely some disappointments because this is the problem when we do this podcast and we get to talk to all these athletes is that we like them all. And so there's such a big feeling of loss when they can't make it through, but yeah, like Paige Semenza made it like, you know, but, but so many people that we were hoping to make it didn't make it and that's always hard. So what's the possibility is, is there going to be a last chance qualifier this year or what? No. So that was it. Those, those people are done. Yep. Yeah. That's that's a hard
0: pill to swallow. It is. Yeah. Or they get the Nick, Nick Matthew thing and someone pops <laughs> and they get the call up.
1: Okay. All right. That's something to hold on to. Better not just totally <laughs> let everything go. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, you think about that. Nick Matthew got into the games last year because of yeah. someone popped yeah. and then he crushes it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Super cool. So, all right, next weekend, or this weekend, when do you leave?
0: I have, I have not. I leave Wednesday morning.
2: Shit. Yikes. Your machine. Yep. Yeah, love it.
0: And then a new team, new team out in Pasadena. So it's going to be a little bit different. I'll probably be back on the interviews for that one because we actually have a videographer um, and a photographer. So that'll be fun. And uh, yeah. Whole new batch. Yeah. Love
2: it.
0: The The interesting thing is going to be if CrossFit makes changes. And one of the things they said that they regretted doing was having two different floors.
3: Mm.
0: So I'm anxious right. to see mm-hmm. if they consolidate to just one floor next week.
3: Yeah.
0: And, and change, for huh? those, you probably don't even, there was a community event that kind of was going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh really I went community event probably is a bit spectators could do different workouts mm-hmm. on the secondary floor while the, the events were going on oh that's cool like and they were like you could do some of the events the athletes were doing on the main floor
2: mm-hmm. that's neat
0: so that was that was an interesting twist that was new and something positive mhm. Okay, so let's read that out loud. So, Nick, the the CrossFit Games podcast did stream events one and three for the individuals and the one event for teams. And they did it like Zalos Games was done. They were running around with phones, trying to capture all the action. Uh, So... I know, I know, Andrew, I'm just telling you what, what Bos and JB said in the press conference. So yeah, my guess is they're going to figure it out again, Nick for Pasadena.
1: Oh, what is the, what's the Calvin Klein guy? What's somebody tell me what the story is with the Calvin Klein guy?
0: I don't even know what that is
1: okay. dennis,
2: dennis samsonoff guy i
1: don't know but charlie was telling me a little bit about it like somebody was wearing a shirt that said calvin klein and i don't know who it is and so uh, somebody was asking are, are you trying to bring back the brand <laughs> like why are you wearing calvin klein which i thought was irrelevant to explain could yeah, call in hold Can on we have a call-in number hold on I got to put on Bluetooth
2: and then I have to go. So, okay. Make it quick. Oh, not that. Got
1: to make it quick because zombie. I got a
2: coach in two minutes. Hold on.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Coffee too. pods and Wad says he was asked to bring gear to Berlin.
1: Okay, wait, hold on. All right, we're good. Uh, Someone call. Okay. Calvin Klein guy was standing behind Chase during the broadcast. Okay,
2: like the actual Calvin Klein,
1: the shirt a shirt that just said Calvin Klein, like that you'd buy okay. at TJ Maxx right now. Okay, <laughs> and there's a lot of memes made about it. Oh, Nick, uh, hmm. What's the banner? there you go.
2: go, unknown caller.
3: We-
1: oh. Well, now we're going to get in trouble for that. Hello?
3: Hey, Kat, can you hear me?
1: Yep, yep, you're on the air.
3: Good. It's Corey, not Nick. I got it before you did. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> so the dude was standing behind Chase and Adrian. He had a Calvin Klein shirt that looked like it came from, I don't know, 2003 somewhere up in that area, <clears throat> like a gold chain on, and just from where he was standing, it looked like he was trying to get to, I don't know, a monster truck rally or a WWE Raw or whatnot, and wandered in the building and was like, what the fuck is going on here? What are these people doing? And uh, okay. everybody was, i when I tell you everybody that was in the chat, everybody in the chat was just roasting this poor guy <laughs> over and over again. And they were like, Chase. Talk to that dude, like some like talk to that dude, because Jr. was standing behind him at, at one point as well, and he got up like got Jr.'s thoughts and whatnot, which is great because everybody knows who J.R. is, everybody loves J.R. And then five minutes later, seven minutes later, Chase is like, everybody wants me to talk to this Calvin Klein guy, so he got up and talked to the Calvin Klein guy. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, was, it was interesting to say the very least. Nice guy, his name's Mike. In case y'all wondering. <laughs> <laughs> all right hey, everybody, mike up?
0: the calvin klein guy
3: mike the calvin Klein guy Co- apparently shops at J max or whatever he also had like on cargo uh look like camouflage cargo shorts on just to complete the look <laughs>
1: i can completely picture it right now i love it all wow. right oh, Kat, go coach your class i gotta
2: roll
3: see all you right
1: We'll remove you. Oops. So,
0: um, any other questions, Amy, or the chat? Uh I missed probably ninety percent of the chat today. So,
1: no, but did we ever find anything else more about Saxon? Like we know he hurt his foot, but was did he hurt it there, or was it coming in hurting it? Like, I want more.
0: So there, you know, I I actually talked to Papa and Mama Pancheck a couple times during the weekend. They're very private about those kinds of things. And they wanted all, they wanted the focus to be on Spencer.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Which is fair. I'm just going to also bring up because I don't think people know this, but what I told you guys, but one of the um, athletes was um, female athletes was Jordan Malm, M-A-L-M. And that is Taylor Panchex. So Taylor is married to Saxon. It's her twin. She was competing in semis. And I just think, I mean, I don't know what they're growing over there, but these, these, uh, twins and these families are are powerhouses. So I just think that was awesome to be celebrated.
0: Yeah. Saxon's a twin with Spencer. Mm -hmm. Taylor is a twin with Jordan, Jordan and Saxon and Taylor have a set of twins.
1: They do. Yep. And before anybody yeah. says it, no, Spencer and Jordan are not together. Spencer's getting married to somebody, somebody else. I don't know about Jordan's love life, but they are not a couple.
0: Yeah, and it was cool. I did get to see Scott in the stands, yeah, uh, cheering for Spencer, and that was, that was. It's always good to see Scott.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. That's awesome.
0: So uh, I think that's pretty much it. Everything's yeah. kind of a blur. Sure. Um, at the moment we, we actually have more, more interviews that I have not gotten up yet. Um, so while we're waiting for Pasadena, I'll throw up everything we have left. Throw up. Um, yep. Just throw it up there on Instagram so you guys can at least see some more reactions from the, some of the athletes, uh, during the weekend. And can't wait to get to Pasadena, get to meet Nick for the first time in person. Um, get to see some more of the people in the chat. And uh, hopefully things go a little bit better next week than they did this week.
1: Let's keep positive. Let's let's assume it will assume positive intent.
0: Yeah, and okay. uh, I'm going to miss you, Andrew. Uh, it was fun catching up with you this weekend. Um, and yeah, Alexis, Alexis, we have to talk. Just so you know, we gotta we gotta finish this documentary of Carolyn. And figure that out. Um, and I have some ideas for that. So um, I'll text you later today. And don't forget our sponsors. Yeah. yeah and huge shout out to Rosie Joe. Rosie Joe Meals sent us a box of meals. So the t- whole team had meals the entire week. We never, ever had to go out to eat. Oh, so like good. we had meals for the whole weekend, saved us a ton of money um, by not having to do that. And, and the food was freaking delicious um, and healthy, right? I'm with my nutrition coach for the whole weekend and yeah. I got to eat these healthy Rosie Joe meals uh, that were awesome. Uh, and C4 sent us bags and bags of hydration sticks mm-hmm. and uh, smart energy sticks, which kept us going uh, for the entire weekend. So huge shout out to them. And in a couple of weeks, we're going to talk some wild health because we got some doctor's appointments coming up.
1: I do. Did I tell you who my doctor is?
0: Yes, five hundred times. I'll
1: tell you again. It's Dr. Julie Foucher. So, Dr. Julie Foucher is my wild health doctor, and I can't wait to have my appointment with her.
0: All right. Okay. So, with that, we will wish you all well, and uh, see you later this week, hopefully live from Pasadena. See you then. Wow. Uh, I don't have the video up yet. There we go. Later, guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C4Energy.com. That's C4Energy.com. And now back to the interview.